Hey, ho, what do you know? It's time for the Matt Dean Clark Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is the weekly review um, and this is Christmas week. We just had, uh, I am recording this on Tuesday, December 26th. We just had Christmas yesterday, um, Christmas Eve the day before, obviously, in case you didn't know that, that's how, that's how those days work. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for checking out uh, another weekly edition of the show, weekly review. Um, this is where we just do, I'll record a segment. A different segment each day Monday through Friday obviously we didn't do one Monday because over the holidays happy holidays um, but uh, what I will do is I'll throw in an extra um, uh, Brett Clark in my self clip in there for you so it'll be five segments still but uh, any whoozle let's start with um, today let's do some entertainment news why not are you not entertained um, we'll start with, let's see here. Oh yeah, this was huge news that was dropped on a lot of us last night, which is that Amazon, good old Amazon and Amazon Prime is going to, and Prime Video is going to be, um, bringing back the ads. I know a lot of people, their Christmas wish was, I wish the streaming services that I'm paying for, I wish they could still force ads on me. I just, that's really all I want for Christmas. Well, you got it. Miracles still do happen, folks, and they happen to you. Uh, But yeah, so that is um, confirmed. Limited advertisements will be coming to the previously ad-free Prime Video, and that'll happen on January 29th. Um, But there you go like that. A monthly uh, Prime subscription is $15, so make that $18 with the ad-free bump. So there is an option where you can still do that. You just have to pay three bucks more a month, which uh, they give you the option if you are an existing member. They give you a little link to click on. So there you go. Not too bad with that. Three bucks, listen, it happens. Everything's going up, but um, but yeah, there you go. No more, no more ads, okay? You know, sometimes though, there is the part of me that like I watch basic cable television too, and network TV, like while it's happening live or airing live. So I get the commercials. So I kind of, because I was raised on that, I have a nostalgia for it. And I know it's crazy because people obviously would and should prefer, you know, commercial free entertainment. But I, I don't know. It's the weirdness in me. Did you guys know I'm weird? Um, also in entertainment news, Joker, Folly Adu, uh, director Todd Phillips offered up a holiday gift. He did another um, set photo, which is kind of cool. Um, and so it is of Arthur Fleck kind of looking like he's in prison. Um, but yeah, so great, uh, great photo there. And just kind of just the just the right amount of teaser for me. So check that out. Um, on his social media, and I'm sure it's leaked on so many other different ad or ads. Got ads on the brain on so many different, um, you know, entertainment news 
sources. But yeah, check that out. It's cool. If you're a Batman fan, it definitely looks very, very awesome. Um, do I sound super smart when I say it? that sounds very awesome? Which is I put my push my spectacles up on my nose. That is awesome. Uh, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. Um, obviously, it going from Batman to his Dark Knight trilogy is one of the best. And I just rewatched all three of those um, recently, within maybe the last few months, a few months ago that happened. But uh, yeah, and they still hold up, by the way, if you're wondering. But um, Nolan, Christopher Nolan just came out and said um, that there's someone else out there making more influential blockbusters than he is, and he said that it is Zack Snyder. He said, there's no superhero science fiction film coming out these days where I see some influence of Zack. Um, he exclaimed, not exclaimed, he just yelled it out to people. <laughs> Somebody put this in your newspaper. I said, when you watch a Zack Snyder film, you see and feel his love for the potential of cinema, the potential of it to be fantastical, to be heightened in its reality, but to move and to excite you. Um, as some hardcore people and fans of DC would say about Zack Snyder, boring. No, no, listen. Zack Snyder's got a new movie out too that uh, is on Netflix that I do want to check out. And it looks good. And listen, I like Zack Snyder, actually. I like his Batman movies. I know it's not a popular opinion, but that's okay. It was never popular. Um, but I do, yeah, I like that. And I like, obviously, the Dawn of the Dead remake um, quite a bit. I'm just uh, going in here to my... Oh, yeah, Rebel Moon is the um, new Zack Snyder movie. But I'll check out and get a review for you very soon. It is Wednesday. It is December 27th. It is 3.34 in the p.m. And it is, if you're wondering what the weather is, because I know so many people are constantly, what is the weather like in old Minnesota right now? Well, I can tell you, it's 36 degrees. So this week and the last week have been kind of, kind of pretty steady at 36 right around this time. And at night and during the day, a little closer towards noon or early afternoon it's been getting up to 50 it got up to 50 yesterday which is nice um so yeah there you go listen it just uh is a rather unusual minnesota winter but i'm here for it i want you to know i've signed up for it um you know it's funny too because i think like uh my energy on these weekly shows through each day it kind of fluctuates so it's like one day i'm probably if i'm doing this in the morning or the late night i might have like because i listened to the last weekly review and there was sometimes some days where i was like oh yeah low energy matt and then other times where i'm like hey all right dial it back a little too much uh let's do today we'll do um advice everyone's favorite um segment of the show and so we'll do some advice uh, one 
advice question that we have is someone wants to know how to manage holidays with a nosy, rude, and catty sister-in-law. So somebody is bracing for the holiday family gatherings featuring a nosy, rude, and catty sister-in-law. Well, so I don't know if it's uh, Christmas. Sorry, we got to this one late. So hopefully it went okay if that is the case. But if it's for New Year's, um, yeah, uh, I, we all know these types of people. And I think you just come up with the most over-the-top offensive lies. Like, oh yeah, have you heard about Uncle Donnie? He steals gasoline from people's cars and likes to drink it. Mm-hmm. And he's addicted to meth. Um, just so over the top. So then if it does get back to him, he's going to be like, what? Matt said that? He's insane. That's crazy. Crazy talk. But he'll know that it's over the top for a reason. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, I'll give one joke answer and one real answer. Um, and believe me, I know joke is being very generous. <laughs> <laughs> or it's not a good joke, I'll tell you that. Um, but uh, the other, you know, the real thing is, I do try to avoid gossip when I can. It is, it can be fun, um, but uh, little things, even however innocuous you think they are, and if they don't mean anything at all, they can make their way back to people. And then once you have that game of telephone, they're like, ooh, it morphed into something crazy. Like, oh yeah, no, he um, steals DNA from kids. Um, we'll just like cut a little piece off a baby. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like all I said was that sometimes he is a little cheap on the bill. Um, but yeah, so you never know what kind of stuff could, could come up. So just kind of avoid that at all costs is my advice. Some real advice for you. Uh, another one, a mom keeps fretting that her child isn't paired off. So she doesn't have a significant other in her mind has no one, but she says in this, her child leads a fulfilled and happy life, yet she is constantly near tears with worry that her 28-year-old has no one. Well, listen, one, only 28. Also, um, you know, the words in there, happy and fulfilled, they're right there. If she's happy and fulfilled, let it go. That's my real answer. Just let her be, you know what I mean? If she wants to find someone, she will. Um, But in if you want to help, I think that the best thing you could do is maybe um, constantly try to set up your daughter with someone. I feel like there's no way that could end in disaster. Oh, go for that. Staying with us for another episode. This is our special New Year's Eve episode that we'll be doing. We're doing a little pre-show right now. This is so warm. It is. Yeah, it is yeah. so warm. Let me ask you this. I just so going to throw them in the freezer for... Do you think it would help? Couldn't hurt. Yeah, yeah let's go ahead. Here you go, sir. And while you're doing that, Brett, I'm going to ask you, when I, in between the last show and this show, I went to Westbound Liquor, which is just probably what? A mile down mile the road? and a half mile, yeah. When I left, did you start the timer? I did like two minutes. Two minutes after. after. Yeah, yeah. I was so surprised when I uh, left the liquor store. I was like, you can start the timer. Yeah. You're like, it's already been going. Yeah. <laughs> but I was surprised that it really, 
even though you know it's not that far away, you yeah. still think it's going to take you a little bit. Yeah. But it really didn't at all. Yeah. I quick. think it was like at eight and a half minutes when you texted and you're like, start the timer. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it's cool. So I went to go get some champagne for our uh, New Year's Eve episode. Right. So very special. You got to have it. Right. You yeah. got to have it. Champagne. Uh, exactly. That's the correct pronunciation. Um, correct. Well, the correct, correcto. <laughs> uh, but we yeah. are going to do a little, this is the pre-show, if you will. So uh, we'll do one random story just to kind of start, get that, get the juices flowing, if you sure. will. Um, at first, I want to know, too, do you guys have New Year's plans? New Year's Eve's, Eve's plans? Are you guys going to watch? still little- recovering from Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Clark and I are getting a room. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys going to do in the room? We're going to talk about that at Slappers. We're mm. going to go party out on the town down in downtown Minneapolis. Wow, party hard. So if you see us out there, don't, you know. Don't uh, talk to us. Yeah, yeah. You won't see me in downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> Where are you guys going, Crave? We're going to try to meditate down there. Yeah. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to, uh, what is this, Spaghetti Place? House of Spaghetti. Yeah, Spaghetti Factory. Spaghetti Factory. Yeah, old spaghetti factory. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll do this random story for the pre-show. Um, let's talk about world records. Uh, there is a serial world record named David Rush. We've talked about him many times in the show. Not a yeah. Guinness World Record, though? Guinness World Record. Oh. Ooh. Um, you left off the Guinness. Yeah. That's true. You can't leave off the Guinness, right? Yeah. Great beer. You love it. You love everything about Do Guinness. Do I love Guinness? I don't know. Does I mean, anyone? I'll have one every once in a while. <laughs> Does anyone love? I'm going out of my way. <laughs> I don't think anyone really is, are they? A lot of Irish people love it. I'm not Irish, though. So. But I think even the Irish, like, tolerate it. I don't know if they love yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, oh, that shit, that's garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. You need well, to drink this all the stout. Well, so we are going to Idaho for this uh, world record. It's not about potatoes. Well, there's there's a lot of Irish out there. Not a lot, of, yeah. <laughs> there is a lot, a lot of Irish potato out. growers. Uh, but this, uh, <laughs> the Idaho resident, David Rush, previously broke records for snapping pencils in a record amount of time. And this time, he snapped 63 pencils in half. He snapped them in half in 30 seconds. So 63 pencils in 30 seconds. I know they weren't yikes pencils, because that would be a tragedy. Right. Mm. Absolutely it would be. Talk about a literal yikes, am I right? Um, you remember a yikes pencil, Brett? Yeah, I do remember those. Yeah, they were the best. Yeah. Yeah. My trapper keeper. I was the coolest kid in the planet. <laughs> <laughs> my snot hanging out of my nose. And, yeah. uh, hey, guys. Comic books. You guys like comic books? <laughs> um, he said, my training involved bending an exercise stick for strength and using hand grippers to increase my endurance. Day by day, I could feel myself getting stronger. Also, for added training, he decided not to talk to any friends in preparation. That was easy to do because he, in fact, has no friends. Yes, so I knew go. where that was going. You did, yeah. So that coming a mile away. Yeah. Uh, Rush said that he found his rhythm, and on the day of the attempt, he snapped more than two pencils per second for a record-breaking total of 63. So that is pretty impressive. We salute you, Dave Rush. Do you think he should be able to use two hands at once, you know, like that? Or should he have only be able to use one hand? I think it would be more difficult, but he clearly does the two. He's got it. Or he picks up a fistful. Ba-bam. Ooh, that's smart. Yeah, yeah, fistful of pencils starting yeah. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, that was yeah. his classic breakthrough role. Yeah. Um, all right, I think that's good for the pre-show. Should we get the real show kicking? <laughs> yeah, we should. Are you sure? <laughs> as exciting as this is, do we want to continue? Pencil talk? Continue? Should we give up? Yeah. <laughs>
everybody. Welcome back. It is Thursday, December 28th, and it is... I always try to look for the weather. I never have that. Uh, oh, 35 degrees. What a surprise. <laughs> That's what it's been every day pretty much this week. Um, but yeah, welcome back to the show. We just uh, played a clip of um, our pre-show antics from this year's new year's eve special which will be airing and coming out after this episode this weekly review podcast episode that you're listening to so check that one out because that's a little teaser and you are hopefully you're in the mood for some you know just silly silly rambunctiousness because that's what that is um some would call it entertaining most would not um but yeah welcome to the show let's start with let's actually let's do some we'll just do random news today that's what we'll do we'll start with idaho um and guinness world records which we love to cover on this podcast uh and this is an idaho man who claimed reclaimed rather a guinness world records title by using a nail to pop 200 balloons in 11.83 seconds. I love these records. You know, the dumber the better, in my opinion. And these ones are dumb. <laughs> uh, David Rush, our boy David Rush, we know this guy well. We've covered a lot of his world records here on the on the podcast. Uh, David Rush has broken more than 250 Guinness World Records. Uh, originally set the record at 14.77 seconds by arranging the balloons in a line on a wall and running with a nail to pop them. Um, his record fell to another record breaker with a time of 12.1, but he has now um, gotten it back. He missed one balloon on his first sweep, but was able to get it on his return run. So there you go. He said having to go back for three more missed balloons in his final run cost him some time, but he still managed to recapture the record with a time of 11.83 seconds. So we salute you, Mr. David Rush. Thank you for all that you do. Normally I would say something crass here, Um but I think he's doing a hell of a job. You can't argue with greatness on this one. So there you go. Thanks, Mr. Rush. Uh, from there, let's talk about um, a bunch of different contests, kind of the craziest contests, the oddest competitions, rather, that are around this world of ours. Um, so we'll give you some top ones of those. One is the World's Ugliest Dog Contest that takes place in Petaluma, California. So yeah, World's Ugliest Dog Contest. So just any dog? I don't like dogs. I don't know if I've made that clear. Um, no, they're fine, but they're just not as great as cats, in my opinion. Uh, the world's most aesthetically challenged canines gather each year at the Sonoma Marin Fair Marin Fair to see which of them can capture the hearts of judges and the public. The ugliest dog in each contest wins a prize, including $1,500 and an appearance on the Today Show, NBC's Today Show. The annual contest aims to celebrate imperfect canines and encourage adoption of pets. Well, there you go. Um, the Homer Brewing Company bird calling competition, that's getting a bunch of people together to make um, bird sounds commonly heard. Um, and the common ones from competitors include eagles, seagulls, cranes, and sparrows. There you go. I feel like there'd be a lot of grandparents at this festival. Just my opinion. Uh, another competition is the USA Mullet Championships. Mullet Championships. Diehard fans of iconic 80s fashion statements compete 
to find the best business in the front party and the back hairstyles in the annual mullet championships. The winners in each category um, earn the title of America's Best Mullet as well as a $2,500 prize. I should do this for the show. I'll take one for the team and just grow a mullet. Every once in a while, the way my hair is cut, it kind of just happens. And um, and I feel like the few times that I've had a mullet, I, yeah, I definitely cannot pull it off. But it's ridiculous and, and gross looking, but it might be perfect for a competition. I'm down. Let's do it. Uh, another one is a heavy metal knitting world championship. The unusual contest calls on competitors from countries including Finland, Japan, Denmark, Latvia, Russia, Sweden, and the United States to combine their knitting and heavy metal dancing skills. So there you go. The first time they did it was in 2022. It saw each competitor join heavy metal band Maniac Abductor on stage to dance and knit in time with the music. So there you go. I feel like there's even more grandparents at this one. (laughs) Probably the most. Uh, World Wife Carrying Championships is another one. Husbands carry their wives through 830 feet of obstacles and mud to compete in the annual Wife Carrying World Championships. Um, Qualifying events are held in countries the world over to decide who will represent their nation at the championships in Finland. Uh, Winning couple earns the wife's weight in beer. I'm in. As long as the beer is hams then for sure I'm in. Uh, World Gravy Wrestling Championships. (laughs) Uh, Gooey grapplers show off their wrestling prowess each year at the Rosen Bowl where a pool is filled with gravy. In addition to wrestling skills, competitors are judged on the basis of costumes, comedic presence, and entertainment value. They're also judged on how much used gravy they can consume after the wrestling match. No, that's probably not true. Uh, Diving Chess World Championships. This is in London. Chess skills and lung capacity are tested at this contest where players take turns diving underwater to make their moves on a chessboard that is submerged in a pool. To date, only 28 chess players have died due to this sport. Uh, We go back to California for the World Dog Surfing Championships. Dogs with the gift of balance gather each year at Linda Mar Beach to hang for and raise money for charity while riding the waves. Proceeds each year are donated to various dog surfing and environmental nonprofits. The amount of people that watch this are around two. Two people. Because everyone's watching the cat competitions instead. Like the cat nap race. That's where they race to sleep the longest. <laughs> I would watch that. In a heartbeat. Um, And then, of course, we have Snail Racing Championships. This is the world's most most exciting slow speed race. Made its return in 2023 after being suspended in 2020 due to COVID. Um, Snail Race dates back to the 60s. Features snails attempting to cover a distance of 13 inches to win the grand prize, a tankard of lettuce. For covering a distance of 13 inches, the race typically takes three days. Awesome. 
All right, it is Friday, December 29th, and it is 11.50 in the a.m. The a.m., ladies and gentlemen, the morning, otherwise known. Um, welcome. Let's uh, talk movies today. Uh, so got a bunch to talk about. Uh, earlier this week, I mentioned I really wanted to see uh, Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. Um, this is the big uh, movie made by Zack Snyder, um, released on Netflix. So you can check it out there if you have Netflix. Um, and it is one of those that is interesting because it's very slick. I love Zack Snyder. Um, so I am a little biased from the beginning. I like his uh, DC movies. And yeah, they're slick. They're good. I think he puts a lot of powerful messages in his movie. I think this is no different. Um, and I really do like this and it is a slow build. I think the first 20 minutes is all world building, which makes sense. You need that. Um, but it's worth it if you definitely, you know, stick in there. Um, but yeah, really good. It's got, um, so he co-wrote it with Kurt Johnston and Shay Hatton. Um, something that store, it's a story that Snyder conceived himself. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I'm going to go not good <laughs> all that build up kind of like the movie uh, but you know the thing is is that i did enjoy it if that makes sense um but i'm still gonna go more on the sense of not good um but uh just because i kind of wanted more and it felt like it did drag in a lot of places but it was still an enjoyable watch and one of those ones that i think i might like more over time but uh just initial reactions right there was, uh, was, you know, it could have just been, there could have been more. Um, but going from another, from there to the world that he used to play in, which is the DC universe, I saw Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And um, so I am obviously a huge comic book nerd. We've talked about this uh, many times. Ad nauseum, as some would say. Bless you. Kazoon tight. Um, but uh so here this one was. So I am, you know, more of a DC fan. So again, I'm a little biased like this, but it is the sequel to Aquaman, obviously. This is the second one. Um, and it's directed by James Wan, who again, I love everything that he does too. All of his uh horror movies. Um, I am just a fan. And this stars obviously Jason Momoa, Patrick Wilson, Amber Heard, uh Randall Park, who I think is the go-to just comedic um comedic force in all these superhero movies they're like oh we need we need something funny let's uh let's go get randall park i think he's the go-to guy but uh, Dolph lundgren too great seeing him in a big budget blockbuster so that's always kind of kind of cool i loved it um i thought it was two hours that went by way too fast and it's the only time where i've been like oh i could have actually used a little more they could have scorsese'd this and made it two three and a half hours um but aquaman in the last kingdom i'm gonna give it a good good or not good good if you're new to the show that's what we do the rating system on um good or not good which are two categories that are hard to put something into sometimes you know same with like uh the rebel moon that i was just talking about it's so tough because it's you know and i made up that rating system and it's just like i put myself in that box but that's okay listen sometimes you gotta do that you gotta challenge yourself um Next one I saw is The Iron Claw. So this is about the professional wrestling Von Erich family. Um, 
and it is super, super uh, depressing. Yeah. Not an uplifting family Disney Christmas movie. I know a lot of people expected that. Because a lot of people probably just want to see Zac Efron with his shirt off, but uh, which he does not fail to deliver the goods on that one. Uh, but yeah, great movie. He's an awesome actor too. Um, and it's A24. They just keep putting out good stuff. Um, but yeah, it's got Efron, Jeremy Allen White from The Bear, uh, Harris Dickinson from uh, Murder at the End of the World, um, Maura Tierney, who it is awesome seeing Maura Tierney in a big budget Hollywood movie too. Uh, I loved her from news radio. So one of my all time favorite actresses, she just kills it in this role too. Holt McElhenney from, uh, uh, what is that? Um, what is the Holt McElhenney? And he is just awesome. And it steals every mind Hunter. There you go. I hope they do a third season of that. That was just nonstop. Great show. Um, but yeah, there you go. I'm going to give Iron Claw just for the fact that they used a whole football playing montage with Eddie Money. I'm going to give that a good. Good or not good. We're going good. Uh, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is the podcast for the week. Um, this is the weekly review. Uh, again, stay tuned. Later today, going to drop um, an episode, uh, which is the actual show proper and that is our new year's eve special so that'll be coming out later today so just kind of stay tuned for that uh again special thanks to nalo and the unis for music uh reach out to not good with matt at gmail.com not good with matt at gmail.com and we will see you guys all in a week i love you